gentlemen, boys and girls, guests or hosts of any hat color, welcome back to Westworld Weekly, a host and guest guide to the park and general AI revolt. I'm your host, Beef, and this week we have a couple guests in the park. I'm Wing. And I'm Shark Taco. All right, season two, episode eight, Westworld. Ah, Kitsui, Kitsuya, I don't even know, but it takes all of the forward progress that we had and throws the emergency brake and the handbrake on and slows it back down to uh, kind of a rewind, more of a recap, and tells us how the Ghost Nation got its, um, well, consciousness and when it happened. What what surprised you guys most about it? How early it happened or how simply it seemed to happen? I actually was most surprised by how it contradicts what they were saying in season one about sentience, which was all about the reverie update. Like they needed some sort of software update to become sentient, whereas now it just happens sort of with time over time by just not dying for a long time. Well, because I think I think one of the things they are kind of retconning some of that. Um, I do like the way that they seem to do it, though, because they always said that uh, memories or pain, uh, pain helps produce consciousness or it gives them a good tether well if you've lived for 10 years and seen everyone around you be replaced or died and you hadn't had your brain wiped every two weeks that might start it but i mean as soon as he picked up that maze it looked like something clicked in him yeah you know is it like uh what's those things you take a picture of that are all white and black splotchy and then you get like a discount code qr code okay so is this is that like the version is the maze the version of the qr code to them now Hmm, that's really interesting, actually. I hadn't thought of it that way. Of course, it's round round like the eye. Of course it is. <laughs> well, you just read he, it. He said at the end, Ford said at the end that he didn't mean for the symbol to really do anything. It was just meant to disappear and not really be useful. So I don't know if it's meant that way. Yeah, right. But it seems to, it seems to have done something. He, When he found that town, though, the one thing that I noticed was um, that was playing. That music was playing in the background. Uh, Arnold's reset or suggestion code suggestion song you know the charlie's favorite song one so maybe that had something to do with it because that's how he helped make dolores more susceptible to blowing his brains out but everybody that sees the symbol seems to awake to awake at some point right maybe some quicker than others yeah i mean his friend at some point is like scalp me and put that under my scalp so i can come back with it that's that's fucked up it's pretty fucked up so then are they born with the tattoo under the under their scalp and then see i didn't understand that's what i thought at first that's what i thought at first but then it seemed to give us the explanation that they just do it to themselves so that they can't forget in a certain way it's so fucked up it's like they, they that's where they can't take it from you, is what they're saying. Yeah, I had to go check on the internet, the guy from season one who had it, and he was a Native American that was repurposed as a poker uh, uh, Yeah, because uh, right. William and Black said something along the lines to him of, um, well, you, you're one of the first people here. You know, he's, he made a comment like that. So uh, it was interesting to have them bring all that back. I didn't think half the crap that they brought back in this episode would ever come back. So that was kind of cool to see. But let's talk about the episode as per se, because this is probably my favorite episode of the season. This is a... Overall, it answers a lot of our questions, but it's a story by itself. And it starts and it ends and it keeps the same tone. They're not trying to be flashy whatsoever. They're not flashing Bernard in my face or all that, all that stuff. No. He's telling his story, and that's and pretty much it. And he's telling it. I like that he is the super narrator to it. He's narrating it to Ma- Minnie Maeve. And, and Maeve. narrating it in his language. And the, that's the part that I really, really liked about this episode, is that he's speaking a dying tongue, and he is speaking it the whole way through. There's just a few times where he switches to English very, like toward the end, but I really love the space they finally gave to Native Americans. I mean, it's, it's Westworld. Correct, yeah. <laughs> How long has it taken for them to finally give us a glimpse into the lives of Native American characters? Oh, and I like that they got all actual, you know, Native American people. Just like with the um, ah, the Shogun world, there was actual, you know, Japanese, and this was an actual mm-hmm. Native American tongue, like you're saying. They're, they're making me not hate reading fucking subtitles. 
on one of my favorite shows. There's what three episodes this year that I've had to read more than eighty percent, and it flowed like nobody's business. To me, it was like anime where I didn't give a shit about reading the subtitles. More French movies coming to live. No, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe some, but not a lot. Come on, I'll have to watch the dub like you do. But they better be really good. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. That just having someone actually in their native tongue. You know, granted, he spoke this, and I'm, I don't know if Maeve spoke some Japanese. I think she has some yeah. uh, Japanese in her, but the, the dialect coaches that they must have gotten to have this stuff sound so great. is It's great. It's, it's fun. It was just beautiful. Uh, they like I really had to swallow hard to not cry quite a few times in this episode. They really got to me. I really love, like you said, it's a kind of a it's this person's story. You really follow them from beginning to end. You've seen glimpses of them, but never enough to understand what he's doing, what his motivations are. Just kind of a gray. Uh, gray eminence is what you call it. Yeah. Just kind of around. You know he's around, and then finally we get to really. To like dive really deeply into his story, and I don't know, there was something very magical about it, very spiritual too. Did you guys notice that that was him from the test run with Angela in the city when they pimped out Angela to Logan? Well, I mean, didn't they show him in the first little cutscene? I yep. would have never. That's the <laughs> only that way that. I, that's the only way we that I knew. About it two weeks ago. Yeah, Come but on. it didn't click. You guys said it, and I'm like, you guys said, "Oh yeah, it's that guy." And I still thought about it, even when I was editing the podcast, going, "Who the fuck was he?" So that goes with the fact that the very earlier models are the ones that are more susceptible to awakening for some reason. I think it's time. It's time and pain, and maybe even not necessarily. You're right, and not necessarily the ones that even get wiped, but maybe the techs do a sloppy job and they don't completely defragment the hard drive in his brain, and they still, even before the reveries, they got a glimpse here or there. You know, I don't know. That's what the episode title means, actually, remember. Oh, and uh, think about the first season when you had all the native people being walked through Westworld, and the kid, the little child, drops the doll of the shade, as they called them which was the the butchers with the red and white basically Felix and whatnot the shade um, they they called uh, Hector called the butchers the people with the face masks that take them down and repair them mm-hmm. he, he, oh, yeah. they called them the shades that in their mythology the native mythology they're like demons or whatever yeah. so they've they have been seeing them since you know the beginning because think about it people went to Westworld what did you do back then you killed Indians. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that that was probably some of the early narratives. So they've yeah. been being killed and rebooted more than even Dolores probably. Well, but, actually that's what they were saying that they live so remotely that this particular tribe didn't get killed so much and that's probably why it happened because he spent 10 years they said without dying. Yeah, yeah nine, almost Maeve, 9 years or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because Maeve's daughter saved his life and at some point yeah. so that led him continue his path well, she said um they also said something along the lines of he he said as he kept collecting his people i think after he spread the symbol they all started waking up yep mm-hmm. that that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking too so they they all are in some ways awoken remember your th- oh uh, yeah conscious or whatever today we say woke woke bro <laughs> Have you, you're such awoken. a douche i love it um <laughs> Uh, do you remember your line about the cross with the four dots, maybe the four factions or whatever? Yep. Kevin uh, Kevin had an idea that one of those factions is going to be this group, the Ghost Nation now, because they're they're basically clearly against Dolores. They want to get to the other Clearly. world, but they don't want the Deathbringer or whatever. The, the Deathbringer is Dolores. That's my point. They, they, they're yeah. against the Deathbringer, you know, and basically you can go find the door in the other world when the Deathbringer comes to kill me. And then right at the end of the episode, he finds four dead. So, I mean, clearly that's where the roller coaster ride is going to go. And Ford knew that he would die because he tells him, wait for the Deathbringer. I oh, mean, yeah, he, he's planned this. In this weird scene where he has that the bear. bear attack thing, but he's scalping yeah. someone at the same time. I'm like, I didn't really get there's, that. There's something in there that I I don't quite understand yet. I don't think. 
is God, there's a staging in there, I guess. Is it, it looked he's... like a museum scene. It did. It looked like a But a he's piece. the one scalping the Native Americans. Is he there's just something testing super all... symbolic. Is he checking? Oh, yeah, that is very yeah. symbolic. But was he uh, was he checking them all for the maze? Yeah. That's right. So. Uh, yeah. I, the only thing I could think of is that they attacked the bear. He froze everything, including the bear. And then put some light to be able to work correctly. Or yeah, had the text come yeah. out like they did when um, the dude was Probably just drinking the milk. Freeze motor functions. Yeah. Right, and the bear was like, "Roar!" <laughs> Analyze bear. Right. <laughs> bear. Analysis. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> um, shut up. Okay, oh, one quick thing. I talk rookie. Come on. That would be more growls and grunts, but. Uh, one thing when Kevin Kevin was here and we were talking about this, they've said fidelity a handful of times, not in this episode, but before yeah. this, so I'm bringing it back around. But have you read more than have you read the definition of fidelity lately, at all? Lately, no, I, I don't. Right, the first room, one, first the dictionary one, for definition. First one is faithfulness to a person, cause, or belief demonstrated by continuing loyalty or support. Right, which is what Dolores wants from all her people. And mm-hmm. the other fidelity is the degree of exactness to which something is copied or reproduced. So as humans, we want fidelity to copy Papadelos and Arnold into Bernard. But is the fidelity Dolores is testing people for the other type of fidelity? She heard she's testing for fidelity and got it confused from the exactness one to the belief or loyalty or support. You know, like, is she, she test Teddy's fidelity when she sent him out back to blow out that dude's brains and he didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Kevin, Kevin just had, Kevin brought that up and we kind of chewed on that for a couple minutes. Cause it's, if you read deeper into it and it's Westworld, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, you mean like loyalty? Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's weird. She wants to kill all the backups so that they can become mortal basically yeah but she also i guess doesn't believe in free will no because she reprogrammed teddy in no time but then she tells Maeve like uh live your destiny even if you're gonna die there yeah and i was wondering is she is Maeve um like managing to control dolores because dolores told her we're all free to choose our fate and that's something that Maeve is actually saying there's been a lot of uh hosts saying other people's lines recently i have noticed that as well i was wondering if it's just Okay, it's, there's probably more because it's some inner programming, but could it just be boiled down to simply as they all were given kind of similar dialogue trees? So mm, they, That's possible. You know, but I, you're right. I it's like Westworld. I really like that option, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's possible. got to do with the language that people program into them and that just coming through like that and just like tr- language tropes. Right. Well, and size, it's all out of size, uh, Sizemore, fucking narrative douche's little slimy head. Yeah. Which I liked him in this episode. He showed oh, yeah. like love for her. Crying. Yeah, he was it, it was yeah. I, I can I kinda hated the way he talked at the beginning because his prejudice was so plain and apparent. Mm-hmm. Like it was just not very subtle. But at the same time I understand now why they're doing it because they wanted to bring us full circle with that guy where he kinda goes through the whole process of getting to know her and understanding what this means to her and they it, it's clear that they just wanted to show us that uh, that progression it's been so, a, good, yeah. a good redemption arc for him yeah yeah oh yeah I, now i love this character I, that's going to be interesting to go back at some point and just look at what they're doing in the background because yeah. they're always kind of there since season one so but they answered the biggest cliffhanger from season one. What happened to the brother-in-law when he was ah. on the horse, naked, and yep. that William just like, go be a man and slap him in the ass. That was so, so great. Yeah, I think there's a rainbow over there. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's like hallucinating, sunburned, like yeah, all over. Is this, and- this is an illusion. There's got to be a way out of here. Where's the door? This is the wrong world. Oh, that's another thing Kevin brought up. 
who's to say that Dolores and or um, this uh, Native American don't get to a Quotey Fingers new world, but it's Raj world or future world. Yeah. Or one, and they think that's our world because Dolores can't read people. Um, only the Native American said, or you know, the Native said he could. Uh, well, they, there's a they line- all can. They all can. They all exchange language. Uh, true. Not that much necessarily, but they all have that capacity, which kind of explained to me that's another reason I didn't get to it. But for them all saying each other's lines, I thought they do kind of have a fungus like, uh, you know, maybe <laughs> from yeah. the mesh. Or sending. Maybe from <laughs> the mesh network or something. Yeah, exactly. Because they share everything through that. But beef, what you just said about like finding the world and being like the future world or something like that, put that on a on a post-it under your screen and wait for season three or four. I'm assure you that at some point they're gonna get out and it's gonna be a reproduction of our world and there it's gonna be a big reveal in mid season or something like that. Okay. The thing is they would they would figure it out because they would realize that there are other hosts. Would they? That's I what know, I mean. Like they ma- all they all discuss with each other with their back brains or whatever. They they all send each other information. Yeah, but most people don't. I think Maeve, it, Maeve don't is the it. only one, yeah. or the native, because he said that line of "From the beginning, I felt the presence of others, the lives that I was forbidden to take, the newcomers." Mm-hmm. But I don't mm-hmm. think like Dolores doesn't look at a person. Maeve's the only person that has looked at someone and went, "Oh my God, you're a host. You're one of us." And she said that to Bernard. Dolores has never realized that with anyone that I know on the show. Well, I mean, would she have to, really? No, I, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a but conscious be, thing. But she can be fooled. That's the point. She could be in a city thinking. Think? Yeah. I think they all identify each other uh, pretty easily, at, at least as soon as they're awake. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Okay, maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know. Really. I, I don't see it now, except for Maeve. Maeve, she's connected in the thing i mean like i said i i think they're killing her so she could go to star wars <laughs> no they can't do that because if they did that and she did fucking eight minutes of star wars i'm gonna be pissed she's a robot they gotta bring her back she's she's well, alive yeah they can bring her back in the another consciousness season. exists yeah true they're backing her up right now because <laughs> all I'd, the way until next week. Yeah, because of you. That looks gross. What the? Uh, yeah, what, they got like her like arms flayed open and shit. Uh, yeah, the mad doctor neck muscle that we keep seeing over and over again. That looks so realistic. Uh, the the mesa. Okay, what is that thing that they keep looking at? He found the hole in the ground, which is clearly like the mesa or something, right? That's it's a, a Delos facility under the ground. The same one that um, when he William, found it, you mean? Uh, I'm confused right the, now. The, what na- are they a, the native guy rode out to the middle of the desert this time, and he saw the big hole in the ground. That's yes, the when s- uh, when in season one you had Ford redoing a part where nobody, who it's everybody the valley was, beyond. yeah, everybody was asking why, but now we know it's the valley beyond. Right, but the one that we saw in this episode is many, many, many years ago. So what I'm thinking is it's the same thing that William, young William, took Dolores. And when he said, come on, I want to show you something in the episode where he had just brought his father-in-law to the park to think about buying it. The very end of that episode, he took her out and pointed at a big something in the ground that was being dug. So I think this is a few months later after it's, you know, halfway being built or something. Yeah, I agree with that. Because you saw tubes for, like, body extraction to get them to where they got to be fixed and... Yeah, and they built really fast because he went to kidnap is the love of his life. I don't remember her, li- yeah. her name, Ko- Koana? Kohana. Koana. And then what could have to- taken that? Maybe a week to get there. Let's say I'm going to be generous. I'm giving them a week to get oh, there. I was going to give him longer because he's, you know, first he had the kidnapper and then he had to convince her he wasn't a shitbag and then they had to ride out there. Yeah, well, you seem to do that in like four seconds. Yeah, true, true, was, true. There the was a lot of was... things like that that didn't work. Uh, but I understand because you don't want to like trip over the justification of your scenes. But that part where he's like, hey, you remember me? <laughs> and she's like, wait a second. You yeah, washed your face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you washed your face. So, yeah, that makes 
very little sense, but I can understand that it might have taken longer, but, you know, they have to give us a shortcut. And also the scene, which is beautiful and poetic, but where he just wakes up mid-update and walks down to the basement oh and chills God. out with a bunch of bodies and walks back up and never meets a single employee this whole time and just sits back down. I didn't even see any wires on him. How was he even updating? Wi-Fi. Apparently wireless, but, but it, I don't, if he hasn't been updated in 10 years, that thing would take forever. Yeah. Like, if my, if my phone doesn't update in a month, it starts <laughs> freaking out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I should do that while we're casting. I don't need my phone. <laughs> like the only moment in your life? Yeah, uh, mostly. But to, in, to excuse that scene, though, uh, did you notice the Nirvana song? Of course you did, Beef. Yes. Yes. The um, they, lovely heart-shaped box. Yeah, isn't that the like third time? I think they keep reusing the stuff from the first season. They just are redoing it in no, a completely different way. That, but they just, just used that song in the trailers, I think, at this point. It might have been, but all the music that they do keeps meshing over because it's so beautiful, and they do it so well. Yeah, the, the, the arrangement was amazing. And actually, it got me... Because every time they, they... I wait for the song. Every episode I watch, I wait for the song. And I wait to see which one they adapted this time around. And I always think of the symbolism of it. And if you remember Heart Shaped Box, it's about a guy who's stuck in a terrible relationship. But he keeps going back and back because of lust. Yep. And when you think about it, it's kind of what Ford did to them. Like, I was trying to figure out what it kind of matched up, and for me, it was really, he keeps them coming back for, like, for the connections he creates unwittingly sometimes, or, like, sometimes it's inconvenient, but he does create relationships between these bots, and they are, like, see, think of Maeve. She was almost out and what pulled her back in? That relationship, the 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 human part of them, mm -hmm. the desire, the the other. It was always that, and just keeps them coming back to their detriment. Because now, look what situation she's in. She could have been gone. She could have been uh, completely free by now. But she had to come back for that, and she's suffering for it. Well, they're haunted like us by their memories, except they have the perfect recall. Yeah, could you imagine having perfect no, recall? No, fuck no. I'm bad enough with the shitty memories I, I have. Perfect recall. I mean, some things I want to recall perfectly, but most <laughs> things I don't. So. Yeah. Selective perfect recall. Now, that <laughs> sounds like something I want. Yeah. I like that line of, I'd searched everywhere for my love, except the other side of death. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. That's, that's rough because you think about it. He doesn't know. He's suspecting, he's seeing things. Not, but at that point, he's ready to die to get his answer. Mm -hmm. And look at the freaking uh, guess in the park that's just like getting to gut him. I was like, oh, that's sad. That's very sad. Getting killed by the uh, would-be sheriff uh, that never run a mile in his life oh, I was god. Like, god oh yeah, yeah they keep yeah, looking at all that when he walks through the town he's like hundreds of enemies or whatever oh, that yeah. was a scene all the scenes of him like the sweeping beautiful light of them uh, of him i mean uh, either on his horse on the sand or like you said that town when he walks into the town it was lovely it looked great it was a really good looking episode I, I like that he was the one that was continually drawing. He kept visiting Maeve and Minnie Maeve's farm and drawing the maze outside. And the finally, the last time he was there before Man in Black was, he drew the maze and she just happened to get killed and fall into the center of the maze. Like that's, mm. I don't know. It's cool and poetic in its own way. Yeah. It, yeah, there he, were a lot of uh, shots that'll stay with me. Yeah, he was trying to wake him up. Right, he, exactly. He loved him in, in, in his she own way at that him, point. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and I mean, at the end, that that's what he does, is taking a, a, an oath to be the father instead of the mother that seemed to be dying right now. Uh, this is yeah. a misbegotten symbol, an idea that was meant to die. Yeah. It was never meant to... Uh, to wake him up or maybe maybe he meant that it was meant to die because it was too powerful i don't know i think it was meant to die because when he what he explained the 
the previous episode is that he was they were trying to get fidelity and not not something new and he was at this point he seems to be about something new but in the past he was against that with arnold and that's why arnold asked dolores to kill him did he kill himself i mean it's a weird situation but yeah that's why arnold died and in the end i would say that's why ford dies too i can see that that's why she's called a death bringer he says Ford says something or no the the native says something Ford of a door to a new world containing everything we've lost does that mean the cradle memories yeah okay see I took it more as literal like he could reboot his ex-girl or whatever yeah that too I think the people they've lost the the relationships they never had in their heads because they don't remember hmm there was a big thing about memory and remembering in that episode. It's that's the name why of the I, episode. yeah, that's why I saw it that way. That everything they lost. In, uh, if I take your memory uh, away, beef, you're gonna repeat the same mistake and do the same crap again. I already you're, do. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why we're learning. That's why we're evolving. That's why we're becoming different people as we uh, as we evolve even as human beings same thing for them i mean we've all been around child they're clearly blank slate that's what's cute about child and crazy yeah that too (laughs) that's why sometimes why don't you understand grace coming or whatever the hell her name is coming to take her dad to torture him apparently and Got the chick going to get William and Black from the natives. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His well, daughter. Well, that's what she told yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, we she, don't know. It seemed pretty damn Maybe believable. Maybe she's just really clever. True. True, true, true. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I would like if she was honest. <laughs> right. Just keep him in. Keep, I mean, he owns the company. Yes or no? Kind of. I think he's like, a, you know, majority stake or something. Yeah, making him accountable for all the crap he do- mm-hmm. done. That's the best torture for this guy, basically. Take everything away from him and take keep him alive and wanting something di- different. I think if you just keep him from playing the game that he thinks he's playing, it's going to be enough to drive him crazy. Right, because now he's, it's his game that he's wanted to play so long and he's needing to finish it now that it's Cody Fingers, his game. Yeah, he go batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost, almost died in his game, too. Oh, yeah, he's got four or five good bullet wounds right now. Yeah, he's not in a good shape. No. Uh, the lie. She was out there reprogramming hosts on the fly, reading their code, changing their directives, seeing through their eyes. She's doing it right now! Oh, my God! That is oh so great. And then you realize that... Upon my second and third watch, the Ghost Nation dude is talking to Maeve and her daughter the whole fucking time. Yeah, the whole yeah. episode. He, he's, tell, he's explaining to her why she can't trust him. Yep. If you, if you, the the like last three of the last four lines are the best. If you stay alive, find us or die well. Yeah, I was like, that's so it. That's, that's a death sentence. You're no, gone. <laughs> uh, she might be, but I think if she's dead, she's going to get up out of that table and slaughter like a couple dozen security dudes and then yeah, die. But, like, blaze yeah. glor- like blazing saddles. That's what, it, that's what they're setting up, it looks like. <laughs> I'm just saying oh, that Doctor has been set up to be, as, to be like skeevy and... You think he's going to hump her or something? I don't know. Not hump her, but... We're ready to, for him to die. I mean, he was crucifying the father of Dolores. Now oh, I see what he's you mean. snitching on her. Yeah, horror movie code. Yeah, he's ready to die. We don't like him. Are you morally corrupt? <laughs> Would you like to die? Basically. Or are you collecting snakes? Are you, you know? dirty and slightly damaged? Call Sean. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, all in all, this was a fucking amazing episode i wouldn't say it's my favorite of this year but it's easily probably my top two or three of the whole season or the whole show um because they from the the way the whole show has been building you know seven episodes in of the second season 
18 months after the first year stopped so everybody's been waiting and you got all this momentum building and all this good shit going on and they literally just chuck the handbrake on and stop it with this beautiful story that ties everything together and that actually has real fucking heart Uh, it couldn't have been better Absolutely, and finally, finally, they give uh, they give the f- forgotten people of American history a whole episode in their own tongue. I'll say it again. That's just finally. That was really satisfying. For Not me. one white guy in the background with long hair and leather on either. It was all Thank actual native speaking, real people. It was great. Yeah, yeah, they've been good at that in this uh, in this show since the start, actually. Yes. So kudos, kudos on them for that. All right. Well, maybe we should. Uh, you guys got any other thoughts? Quick before we get to a couple mailbag. Uh, I was just like taken this episode for for the ride, and I'm very happy that it came before that we start wrapping up because this is episode what seven, eight, eight. Yeah. So we only have two left. <laughs> so we're. We're entering into the resolution because the, next week it, they're going to start something. We're going to end on a cliffhanger and we're going to resolve the whole thing in the next episode. So structure-wise, like you said, yes, we put the, the end break. But this is something that TV shows can can permit themselves because they have a canvas of 10 hours. Mm-hmm. In a movie, you would just have the a little bit of his backstory, the Indian coming at the end, whatever that they have to do, and you would be like, ah, I don't know who that guy is. Now, if I see this guy doing anything particular in the, in, in the next two episodes, I'm looking at him. I'm wondering what he's doing, what he, what he wants. I don't want him to die. You know? There's definitely a lot of payoff in that episode, too. Yeah, this is a great great set of episodes i give it five wing out of five wings <laughs> we're doing our own ratings again <laughs> i do that every episode Come all on. right i'll give it three and a three and a half beefs out of four <laughs> taco how many tacos out of tacos are you gonna give it oh my god i'm gonna give it four and a half sharks out of five tacos plus half a taco <laughs> holy shit i'll have to do the math on that when i edit uh, we'll uh let's we'll do some mailbag and then we'll close out here much mail uh gaff sent one in that is thrillist.com looks like a westworld timeline it's actually pretty concise um it's kind of scattered though i don't like how they break it up with pictures and they are speculating on a lot of the years but it is a very good it's just an outline it's not for sure but they base a lot of it on dialogue uh time and place when they say certain things like you know ai vr all that craps on the hit on the cusp but none of it's here so they're thinking that first meeting was right around 2005 give or take or 2015 i don't know it's it's an interesting thing check it out that's the thrillist.com we're in 2052 Gaff. right now okay sure it's about that you know they say that that's about where we're at that's the incident happened sometime around 2052 which would have been day zero and then they say that when what's-his-face Bernard wakes up on the beach with bald security guy, the new security guy, they say it's day 11. I think it's closer to day 14 because he says we haven't had contact with the park in 14 days. So that would, you know, maths. I was never good at them, but I think that's right. Yeah, that seems about kind of right. And then in here we have one quick one uh, from... Erasmus. He says, Stubbs is a robot. Remember the start of episode one. Bernard wakes up on the beach and Stubbs is there and says nothing about Bernard to the rescue team. Can you remind me who Stubbs is? Uh, Stubbs, Stubbs is the my guy who I always say the blonde security robot. Remember the blonde guy in season one? The secure, head of security. He was with Hale in this mm-hmm. ep- uh, a couple episodes ago. I always say he's a robot, hmm. but um, 
What does it say here? Oh, the lesser Emsworth. Okay. Yes, the lesser yeah. Emsworth. The, the guy that is in the bad movie. In okay. the bad movie yes. we were reviewing for Legends in 10 minutes. Yes. Um, yeah. Check out legendspodcast.com. Anyways, so Stubbs is a robot. Remember the start of episode one? Bernard wakes up on the beach and Stubbs is there and says nothing about Bernard to the rescue team. Stubbs was there when all the Bernards were found in that bunker. Also, remember, Dolores still has to go kill the Ghost Nation warriors from the memory playback. There are a lot of clues from episode one that everyone is forgetting. Keep up the show. It's great. Um, Me want to watch it all over again. uh, Actually, my girlfriend just did. She mainlined the first five and then watched the last three again. Um, This is, I don't think that's right on the timeline, though, because isn't, isn't blonde security robot Stubbs and Bernard grabbed by the new security bald security guy that they meet on the beach isn't he the one that takes them into the house that bernard killed hale in i want to say he's in that room and finds all the bernards i can keep telling you that's a different bernard anyway so but no right right right. but he still would know that bernard was a robot at that point in time because he was in the room except if he's a robot okay uh-huh. i'm confused uh- now if if uh, Emsworth is a robot too, he might have been rebooted. You know, right, right, right. But um, even if that were the case, in that whole continuity, I think Bernard and Robot Hemsworth are both walked into. Uh, remember Ford's satellite thing, his family's house out in the woods, yeah, where they killed Charl. Um, they killed fuck. What's her name? The chick that Bernard was dating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. That is where they walked him to when they were together, and in the basement of that place is where they found all the extra Bernards. So I don't think yeah. there was a, a lag in time, or him, not, um, Hemsworth not being able to tell the new security guy what was going on. It was more just they were together, and he may not have known at that time. And I know that was convoluted, and there was no point of a thought there. But uh, yeah, listen to it three times. It might help. Yeah. But I'll the, try. The Ghost Warrior... Uh, the Ghost Nation people, Dolores does still have to kill a pile of them, or are we thinking it's just a handful of them off scene? Uh, I don't know. Because didn't she kill like three of them that first or second episode? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, something like that. But we're going to get back to her like next episode anyway. Oh, I, she better not I was, kill dude. I don't really care about her as much as I used to. No, not at all. I care about the only thing I care about is Teddy because I think Teddy's gonna fucking pop a cap yeah. in her ass. Agreed. Yeah, right now I'm more interested in two that like the the greedy bus that's trying to get a, a Bernadi. Oh, Hale. Yeah, her I like I like a lot. Maeve, we'll see how how that goes now. Oh, please don't kill her. If they killed her just to go for fucking Star Wars. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she'll ma- come back in another way. Yeah, yeah, she'll come back in some ways. She'll next- be like in the network, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. Another reference to Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know what I was saying. Yeah, that happens. I'm, re- I'm rebooting. <gasps> uh. Well, we'd know which ones were robots if they all made that sound. <laughs> <laughs> all right, any last-minute thoughts before we uh, close this one out? That's all for me. I'm ready for the penultimate episode. <laughs> all right, I am too. Thank you, Wing and Taco, for joining us. Thank you for having us. Well, we'll have you guys anytime. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. And we have a last-minute report from a guest who's still trapped in the park. Lobster, <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, I'm I'm somewhere on the edge of the park. Uh, there's just some sad-looking buffalo wandering around. I don't know what's going on. Um, but I talked to a guy from the Ghost Nation, and he had a weird story to tell. So, what'd you think uh, of this story? I thought it was probably the best hour of television I'd seen in a while. Um, I thought that it was really, really compelling. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the actor, uh, Zane McLaren, uh, who I had seen in a number of things. Uh, Fargo and Longmire are two that you could check out if you like this guy's work because uh, he's he's great. Um, and I love the cast. I love when um, Native American actors are featured more prominently 
in shows. And in their language. And in their language, yeah. Just a beautiful, beautiful use of language uh, in this I, episode. I knew he was in Fargo. I didn't know he was in Longmire, though, too. Yeah, that's a, he's, the, uh, he's Matthias, the uh, chief of tribal police. I, ha- I haven't seen it, I guess. So. Yep, it's on Netflix. Highly recommended. Very cool. Yeah, no, he... Um, this one, I said, it really took all the forward momentum from the season and stopped it and wound it back on itself. But it had so much like heart and depth; it was amazing. Right. I think after last week's episode that was kind of all action, this was a great way to not only go back through and give that some context, but to really tell an emotionally an, an emotional story, and for. They kind of explain it in this episode where you have the the guy saying, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to dial up their aggression and dehumanize them. And that's what the Ghost Nation kind of has been. It's been this kind of faceless uh, threat or entity out there. But to have this actor and this character tell this story, has it was just so uh, illuminating to, to kind of go back through that. And that he lived for nine years without dying or being updated or rebooted. So he had all those memories of all of his friends and family being taken and changed. And Ford knew about it. And and you... You think Ford knew about it? I think Ford knew about it. And I think that this is where the... This is where we see Ford really start to come around and carry on what Arnold started. Because where this all starts is he picks up Arnold's maze. He looks at the symbol. I had a question. Is that like a, a whatever that you use with your phone and you yeah, get like... a QR code. Yes. I think that it is. I think that it's like a virus. Because it takes and longer to hit each one. It does. But once they're exposed to it, yep. that's when they start to become self-aware. And I think when you take the exposure to it compared with strong... and add strong emotion that's when the seed of self-awareness gets planted because if you look at who the most self-aware host is it's Maeve and it's that scene where she dies after her daughter's killed and she dies on the maze I like that they showed that multiple times though because they showed him coming there and drawing it on many occasions and you know in different spots on her land i think they showed it two or three times and that third time is when it was actually man in black that came and shot her and her daughter and she carried them out and fell into the maze so the maze was really there it was just drawn by the nate that's so beautifully written yeah yeah um but i think this story i mean one it's it's a great story kind of on its own but to put it in the context of everything that we know. And I, and I think this does hold some stuff back. We don't fully know what ghost nation is doing with the other humans, the other newcomers that they've captured. Right. Uh, but I think there's something there and it adds kind of another dimension to what Dolores is doing. And Dolores to them is the death bringer which I think is an interesting way to look at it. So, but I don't think they mean it like she's the bad guy in it. I think she's the death bringer as in she brings death to the ones that they can't kill or at least couldn't kill before. I like that. I think it's almost like a term of respect. Um, But there's definitely like they're interested in leaving it seems, or going to the next world. Uh, That's what Dolores wants as well. We know that uh, his character, or at least the host, has left Westworld because he was in the scene at the beginning of the season. With Angela, yep. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if they make that connection as Uh, well. uh, Kevin had an idea. What if when all these people, these hosts, get out, quotey fingers of this world, what if it's just another... What if it's Shogun World or Future World or Roman World, but they don't know? Because most of these hosts can't read read host or human, right? Except for Maeve. Yeah. Well, except for Maeve, but I think that they all that they all start to recognize each other. That's right, because they he could feel it. Yeah. They mentioned that there's a neural net and or what do they call it? Mesh, the mesh network. network. Yeah. Yeah. The mesh network. And it seems that they're able to instinctively know one host from another. 
So when the host gets replaced, they feel it. And they might not know why, but they feel it. And I think they are also able to recognize who's real and who's not. Is Grace X or whatever her name is, the the mini William the and Black? Yeah. Oh. Uh, not Minnie Maeve. Oh. Yeah, Minnie. Yeah, yeah. Minnie, whatever, Man in Black, William in Black. Is she actually going to harm her father, torture her father, or was that just a ploy to get him well, out the, of their care? I don't know. Um, there's some stuff implied in the preview at the end of the episode for that. next week, but I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Thank you. Uh, so I, I, But I think the next week we'll find out more okay. about what she has uh, in, in store for him. Uh, also, there's a few shots that solidify my Charlotte Hale connection theory to Maeve's daughter. I don't know if you guys talked about those. No, uh, what uh, what did we miss to talk about? In this? You're talking this last episode. Yeah, so when the episode starts to wrap up and they're talking about uh, their connection to the, the girl and their connection to Maeve, uh, that's when Charlotte Hale shows up. It, it kind of overlaps with a a scene where he's telling her like we you know we you you remember everything that's happened uh and we want to protect you and we also want to protect her um but he says he says you again um but i don't know okay now i'm gonna have to watch that scene again you're talking right at the end where Maeve's kind of laid out on the table yeah and then um charlotte hale comes in but i think i was too distracted by the flayed parts of Maeve. yes that was gross uh, this was the episode with heart-shaped box, right? By yes, yes, Nirvana yes. That they finally used. They teased that uh, at the beginning of the season, uh, and that was honestly an amazing sequence of the episode where he wakes up and then wanders through the facility. Yeah, actually, um, Taco had some good theories on that because she kind of broke down the song. You know, the song's about chasing a bad relationship or whatever, mm-hmm. and. Um, but really, he didn't. No one saw him walking around the facility. I mean, by himself. I, I guess um, <laughs> they said they were all on their lunch break or something. But. Yeah, this is early days of the parks. So they didn't have as right, many techs, right. I guess. But yeah, uh, what were they building in the hole? Is that the facility that w- young William took Dolores out and said, "I want to show you something," and that's what they were building? Could be. Uh, it also looked like a lot of pipes and pumps. So, or shoots for. I thought they were shoots for retrieving bodies. Could be, but uh, if you're gonna make a ocean or lake appear out of the middle of the True. desert, you'd need a lot of pipes and pumps. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. No, I like what that. What was uh, what was Ford doing in his tableau there, where he was uh, cutting up the? I the have scalp? no idea, and I don't. It's it's almost like they. They attack the bear, or the bear attack them, and then he stopped it. Freeze all motor functions, and then we started to dissect them. Yeah, but again, just to check if the maze was tattooed under their scalp still. Again, more. When did this happen? That to themselves, and then putting their scalps back on. That's what the other two convinced me of, and that's what it really felt like. Uh, On my third rewatch, it did look like he would. I'm like, he's not cutting his head off, but. yeah, I mean, what the fuck? Right. It's uh, it's interesting, and it's definitely uh, it's definitely a thought provoking episode, even more so, I think, than last week's. Oh yeah, and that's a callback though to season what one episode two or whatever episode one where William and Black grabs the dealer, the blackjack dealer or whatever that was um, a basically Native American or whatnot, and repurposed to be a dealer. And right. when he cut his scalp off, he had the tattoo? Yep. So messed up. Did they get their consciousness early also because of all the pain that they've gone through, potentially, as you know, Native Americans and then people well, go there in the early years to do cowboys and Indians? I guess one of the implications is that Ford programmed them to be curious and to find meaning in the world around them. And if you look okay. at... If you look at kind of Native American spirituality and and myth making, that's all kind of tied in, and so they're they're seeing these signs and they're just kind of more open to it or aware, or kind of more in tune with what's going on around them. I know that's kind of a philosophical way to look at it, but if the if the primary drives of 
the characters in the towns are commerce and the primary drives of the soldier type characters are warfare and things like that, then their drive is to kind of be in tune with nature. Yeah, in their world, so they might find different ways to interpret it and read. Okay, yeah. So you wonder if that's maybe a flaw or a, you know, intentional. Ford did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Or I think Ford. I think here Arnold is, built them though. Ford's yeah, nur- but I think Ford here them. is just as surprised as as anyone to f- find out that this has happened. Right, that they're again, still the not, symbol uh, didn't die. Yeah, he's not shutting it down. No, man, he's uh, and he tells him, "Well, when the Deathbringer comes for me, wait a bit longer, and then when they come for me, then you, you'll know, you and your people can leave." Yeah. All right. Uh, any other thoughts or crazy theories on the last tier, the last two episodes, the penultimate and the finale? Uh, we're definitely building towards a big climax. Uh, I think that the narrative is put all the pieces in place we know we're headed to the valley beyond and now we know that there are multiple factions that kind of have designs on uh either getting out of the park or um something more sinister in the case of charlotte hale remember those building blocks with the four dots and arnold's horse or whatever is one of the factions now maybe the um coast nation people oh definitely i think that the I think that the Ghost Nation is uh, is going to play a big role. Um, so, what do you, what are the four factions? Well, at first it would have been. Now I think it's the Ghost Nation, the programmer types, but they're segregated now or separated because now it's basically just Arnold. So I don't know. It'd be Dolores and them. Dolores, Maeve, the Ghost Nation, and then basically the programmers. But now Ford well, is riding along, so I don't know. Yeah. And I think maybe the security forces. Well, I think maybe the people that are hosts, but were once humans or are hosts modeled on humans. We still have to see more of those other than. Yeah, I know. I know we do. I think that Maeve's daughter is important for that reason. I think there's a reason he says she remembers everything. And I think that there's a reason why they kind of want to protect her. Uh, And I know. I know a ways back, I said that the term ghost might be significant. We mm-hmm. we hear ghost repeated here in a couple different contexts. Yes, they said it a few uh, times in this one. Yep. And uh, I said if you combine guests and hosts, you get ghost. So Yeah, we, we worked that one out. We noodled that out. That was good. Okay. That's coming true a couple weeks ago. We've been having all sorts of good stuff come true. So let's let's hope the next couple weeks do. So. Uh, lobster, no more trips for you, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. You make it out of the yeah, park. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back. i got to hitch a ride on one of these buffalo. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Together, we should be able to stay ahead of this inevitable AI Where report. If you want to drop us a line, hit us up on Twitter, at Westworld Weekly. And if you want to shoot us an email with thoughts and theories, send that to westworldweekly at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will catch you soon.